Hey y'all, it's Danielle, and welcome to episode 31 of Ain't No Free Lunch. And listen, we have a very special episode for you today. For the very first time ever, Tykeen and I have a great conversation with guests, with both Tykeen and I here, on our show. We're closing out 2019 with another sporadic episode. We know, we'll do better. This week, our special guests are Brad Green, Talita Sueldo, and Francesca Lee Davis, and we talk Kim Kardashian. Ashian West's blackfishing slash backface and life as an activist, my family's first ever in-home Kwanzaa celebration, and our 2019 summations plus our 2020 new decade intentions. It's a lot, and we're here for the fun, and we're glad you're still listening. Happy New Year, y'all. Let's eat. We live! <laughs> I honestly just miss hearing you start off like that. Don't lie. I do. I do. I do miss it. it hold, don't lie to the people. Like, let's just be honest. First of all, y'all, we have we have some guests today. We do. It's actually but, our time having guests with both of us being here. We'll introduce them in a second. However, Danielle has been dropping the ball. We paid. Wow. Wait a minute. We paid for SoundCloud for the whole year. Okay. We have a whole producer now. We do. Shout out to Heather Dawn. <laughs> My name is Melissa Vaughn. <laughs> And, you better stand up for yourself, Melissa. And if any of you all have a podcast in your mind, she comes at a great rate. We have a booking fee. Oh, we but, do. Uh, we do. Small percentage. Small Find percentage. But we're happy to introduce you to Heather Don, Melissa Vaughn. <laughs> Okay, so where the hell is my booking fee? Because I booked you to her. Wow. That's we between y'all. We got guests that are ready. Oh, that's between us, my <laughs> All right, so I was rudely interrupted on my own show. Oh like, my I don't goodness. I do not do this on y'all's show. Before we even oh, get there, is- let's... Oh. <laughs> Before we even get there, it is not my fault. We both bear responsibility. We update our podcast sporadically. We're trying to get more consistent. In 2020. In 2020. Those are- Ain't no free lunch to be recording with or without Danielle Green. Wow, the oh. disrespect. He knows he waits on me, so it's fine. Anyway, so without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guests or allow them to introduce themselves. Absolutely. We already had somebody jump in. Fran, do you want to introduce yourself I mean, for the you people? Know, hey. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's Francesca Lee Davis. I'm one half. You already heard about my other half of RVA Dirt. We also have a podcast that she also, Melissa, produces on WRIR 97.3 FM in Richmond. And I'm the other half. I just be out here in these streets, you know what I'm saying? Talking about the politics and talking about, you know what I'm saying, black stuff in (laughs) Richmond. You know what I mean? And Danielle and I are friends of RVA Dirt. Yes, yeah. you said a wonderful podcast. Uh, you should definitely check it out. We were actually on the most recent episode, I yes. feel like. So c- come check out Ain't No Free Lunch as a part of RVA Dirt. Yes, we appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all. All right, we're going to sing swing it over to uh, Miss Sueldo. Uh, I'm Talita Sueldo. Talita is a pre-approved English version. Okay. Uh, Let him know. I do not have a podcast, but I am happy to be here to uh, talk some great things at the end of the year. So, so what do you do, Talita? To let the people know. I'm fun employed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, I didn't, I, even, uh, I didn't even talk about it. Okay. I was going to swing you back. I was going to swing you back I, um, to you. I'm a business analyst in tech. And yeah, so basically I understand the business of government and I help implement technologies to make it better. And I also, I don't know, like to cycle. I love to eat. 
all of y'all listening out there that yes. want to feed me. Talita's about to be a cycling <laughs> instructor. Okay. So, wow. Wow. We just putting that out there. Go see her in her <laughs> class. She might give you a discount. Not sure. But Fran, what do you do? All the things. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> all the things. I've been a florist for 19 years. Holler at Francesca's House of Flowers. I'm an HR manager at Browder's Towing and Service Center. Shout out hashtag uh, Black Owned Businesses. Mm-hmm. My husband and I own a car dealership in Northside Richmond. Hashtag Another Black own business. I am the CFO of Talafera Rentals, hashtag another black owned business, <laughs> 25 years in the making. And I'm sending an invoice to all of those businesses for this free airtime today. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. I'm just saying, and I will well, be sending you my invoice for that uh, yeah. producer that you've been using that <laughs> I ain't got my cut out of, okay? And then, you know, you heard about my community stuff, mm-hmm. you know? But my most important job is I have an 11 year old and I'm yes. a whole mom. Uh-huh. And that's yes. my favorite job. Okay. A whole yes. mom. A whole beautiful. mom. That's yeah. beautiful. That's my favorite job. We have another guest who requests to remain anonymous, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that was his initial request. Refer to me as Anonymous One. <laughs> anonymous <laughs> One, AKA my brother, Brad Green. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm about to say, why are you going to speak yeah. to him? I, I, I paused. Okay. I checked myself. Sheesh. I see what you're saying, Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> No wonder you just wanted to watch. <laughs> so uh, I guess my name is Brad Green. You guess? I guess, yeah. <laughs> Damn. I thought my name was Anonymous One, but it's kind of over. But yeah, I live in Baltimore. I live in Baltimore. That's really it. I'm happy to be so, here. So why are you in Baltimore? Yeah, please what tell us. Do? What do you do? Are you also unemployed? I, I am a student, and I'll, I'm going to leave. Ew, you're being fake <laughs> humble. Don't do it. You're what kind of student? I am... A student. Let's leave it there. My brother's I in- first and foremost consider myself an inventor and an innovator. So he does. He t- I he don't tinkers. Like telling people everything else that I do. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do it anyway. He's in dental school. Anyway, so moving oh, on yes, from T. there. Yes. yes. Okay. I just got me a new toothbrush. Yes, you know? I did too. And I'm fire. I do teeth. Yes. Yeah, I, I got that sonic care. Like, I'm addicted yes. to it. Yes. <laughs> I wake up early to brush my teeth. Yeah. I, I'm like I'm like a little kid. Like, it's like, oh, it's time for me to brush my teeth. No, for real. Legit. We have a whole conversation in the morning about our teeth. <laughs> Keep them clean. You know? I'm just saying. Just brush the ones you want to keep. So as you probably can tell, <laughs> listeners, today is kind of a like a fun episode. We're going to close up the year 2019. We have, it's kind of like a guest of, friends of the podcast. And we have some pretty interesting topics to start off with. We decided, you know, we're sick of impeachment. We're sick of 45. We're sick of all of that mess. So we're, we're just going to leave that alone. But we're going to start off with something that was super interesting interesting i believe Talita, you sent it to the phone Mm -hmm. like she sent this text to a group chat that we have another friend of ours amber hi amber where it was a picture i think an instagram picture was Mm -hmm. it so it was a tweet that said lol (laughs) (laughs) and inside that tweet was a retweet of a woman Mm -hmm. and it was like click for a surprise and i was like sure i'll click for a surprise Mm. Uh and so when it says click for surprise it looks like kind of like a dot Diane Carroll type person, you know, I'm assuming it's a black woman. And the surprise was it was Kim Kardashian West. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it, I thought it was Zoe Zaldana at first. It was I thought it was Di- like a young Diane Carroll. Well, I, I knew that the footage couldn't be that clear. Wait a minute. Oh, I, wait a minute. <laughs> You're doing a lot of stuff on Photoshop these days, so you never. You're know. saying? Are you saying that it was Kim K posted a picture? Are you saying she, that she posted her a picture uh-huh. of herself? 
it was Kim Kardashian and blackface, y'all. <laughs> like, I, I mean, hold on, time out. I and mean, you know, blackface is this my this is my year. We of do the blackface. We do hold it. Kim K did blackface. Basically, I feel like the term blackface is triggering. <laughs> it is I triggering because like, I mean we've all taken selfies and like we angle it a little bit differently. Look at that picture though. Out. Look at no, that picture. I've seen it. I've seen no, it. No, no, but like I have my own like thoughts on this. No, but no, but like th- okay, but uh, okay. <laughs> But listen, though, this year and blackface governor disrupted my whole oh, yeah. like thing. And so I had to have a whole protest on CNN. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not down with, like, we not going for that. So is this blackface? I feel like that's the first question. That's Kim K? That's Kim yes. Kardashian. You could yeah, scroll that's blackface. Through. I was personally offended when I saw this photo. Number one, not just because of the photo, but because of her history and her family's history of, of stealing black people's <laughs> well, stuff. Well, well, wait, a minute, wait a minute. This isn't her first time doing blackface. No, though. it's not. Well, I think the actual word that we're using now in, in our culture, our young millennial culture, is blackfishing. Mm, yes, yes, blackfishing. Can you give a little that. context to that first? Yes, and so Kim and her siblings, family, have have coined this thing as a thing, right? They have legit like monetized blackness and made it a thing that's cool. Oh yeah. But I think social media and Instagram and the culture of makeup and so many of these just like visuals mm-hmm. in terms of internet have taken it to another level. I mean, it, it, I think we've always had it. Korea has a, a whole like subculture of like, oh, yeah, Korean yeah. hip hop that it they just wear curly perms. Yes. Yeah. But these girls in, like, the U.K., like, they took it to a whole different level where you have chicks that are buying makeup several shades darker. Oh, yeah. And it's, like— Intentionally. To make themselves look like this exotic thing, right? And it's, like— they do they their hair is made to look different and it's not like oh well and and y'all miss me with that bs before you start oh well you got a track in or you mm-hmm. flat ironed your hair first of all my hair is natural and second of all it's usually in a fro <laughs> and it's my birthday month and I'll do whatever I damn well please so <laughs> mind your damn business okay but it's like they're putting braids and cornrows and crinkly crimping and all this nonsense and then it's several shades darker makeup and you're literally monetizing the things that you told us is not okay oh yeah Yep. For us to do and be, which is black and brown. But now here you are being black and brown and you're going to tell us this is how you should be black and brown. It's mm-hmm. wild. And making money off of being black and brown. Oh, yeah. Things that are like criminalized for other people. And my br- black and brown ass <laughs> can't be black and brown in peace. Oh, no. And I think one of the things that's really interesting when you bring up the idea of blackfishing and then going back to Brad, I thought it was a good question. Is this blackface? Because I think a lot of people are thinking about blackface in the context of I'm putting shoe polish on. On mm-hmm. my face. I'm intentionally. No, no, not a lot of us. Not a, you know what I mean. Not <laughs> no, us. no, no, not a, a lot, lot of, of us. A lot of people. No, okay, all of them. a lot of people. All of them. Of the thems are thinking about it specifically. Just a little bit of shoe polish. <laughs> RBA Dirt had a whole entire HBCU yearbook project, and we looked through them, and there are hella pictures. Oh of yeah, blackface oh, images. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people are thinking about it in that context, and not thinking about it in the terms of you can edit yourself into blackness now. Mm-hmm. You can put makeup on in terms of when it's convenient exactly and it's always when it's convenient for Mm -hmm. her and for
for her family. Mm -hmm. And so that's, I think, for a lot of people, not I think, I know for me, it's just like Fran said, have monetized a population, a culture, really, Mm -hmm. and are only putting it on when it suits you. Yeah, those specific features, when it suits you. You don't do, for me, it's kind of like you are not, I don't know how to explain it. Like you love black culture, but you don't love black people. What's like an entertainment thing, right? Like it's not like I love the people that are putting this on. It's like you are here to entertain me. That's historically been done. I mean, it's almost like being the favorite uncle, right? Like you can spoil the kids and then Mm. you send them back home. (laughs) And so it's like, yo, I can be black when it's convenient for me. Oh, yeah. And then I can go back and like I can toe this line. But I don't even think it's that. Know why? Because and I, and let's bring this up. They know what they're doing. Oh, I think it's intentional. And it's intentional because and it's not. I like it. And I, it's the uh-uh. Chloe. I think it's I think that's Chloe. That's the one that that's OJ's boo boo. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Tristan Thompson. Right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, this <laughs> one created. That this is one, OJ's baby. <laughs> baby. OJ's child. This one created a whole brand. And American she, girl. No, it's good American. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you know what I meant. Yeah, I did not want to shout that out, but whatever. And she literally lifted the designs directly from a black girl's company. And she oh, had yeah. her assistant order all of these bodysuits and all of these bedazzled bodysuits because I ordered one when they came out when the girl put them on Instagram and mm-hmm. she ordered she had her assistant order them and that's what they do they did the same thing with Kylie did it with the lip nonsense oh yeah 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 and they order these products and they this that's what Ky, uh, Ky, Chloe or whatever her name is did mm-hmm. and this girl told her like sis you ordered like $600 worth of my stuff and then you just put your tag oh yeah she just it, changed small and I things. I sued you, and you're basically like gonna fight me over this. And I, and people came at her like Chloe, like this is effed up, mm-hmm. like sis. And she was like, "It's big fish yeah. eat small fish." And yes. if you're really about supporting like black women you or being have, a, appreciating like blackness, you wouldn't do stuff. Okay, so I, I do want to get to that in a second, but. Uh-huh. Something I want to say before I was rudely interrupted again by the person to my right. You know what? You can catch your <laughs> oh. hands and feet on this show. <laughs> hey, I, I went in box this morning, so I mean, it's whatever. I stay ready. Oh, my goodness. I got my Come combos on, ready. Uh, anyway, I was in the group chat, and y'all know that I have bad group chat etiquette. Like, I'm okay with starting group chats, mm-hmm. but, like, maintaining them. Yeah, because like, you text us all the time. All the, the time. Wrong thread. I, Sorry, y'all. But, but so... <laughs> The group chat with y'all is okay to have indefinitely. Like, but the other ones, they just need to be a means to an end. Perfect. Anyway. You leave them. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks Thank so much you. for your time. You leave them. Exactly. Anyway, I was in this group chat, and this guy was in there raving about how much he loved Kim Kardashian. And so at the time, Can you paint a picture he for was us, going Bob through. Ross? What huh? he look like? Who is he? You don't have to say his name. I just want a picture. We went to college together. And he does not date black women. There you go. Boom. Um, But however, so the woman in the chat went at his neck. As they should. And she said, she was like, everything that you like about Kim Kardashian is something something that black women are mocked for. Oh, yeah. There you go. And so he was speechless, but I just found that really interesting. And like, I always come back to that because someone with sisters, my sisters were picked on for having big lips and mm-hmm. big, you know, all these things. But the Kardashians are monetizing it. Oh, yeah. They have paid money and they are monetizing it. And that that's their thing. Cultural and, appropriation. Yes. And everybody is like, oh, I want to have chicks were legit getting their lips cut off. Oh, because yeah. They were wild. taking those cups. Mm hmm. And- 
the, that what is that the, the, the cup challenge or whatever? Wild. I don't know anything about this. They were putting cups. They were taking like glass cups and putting it across like across their lips. And little little white girls was sucking the the make, <laughs> making like suction. inflame them. Yes, yeah, to, to, to literally inflame their lips to be like, ooh, it's I got Kim lips now for like twenty minutes. And they were overdoing it, but it was bad. I mean, it was really bad. Like chicks were hurting themselves trying to you know like put you know just do these stupid things that they saw right you know on social media that they saw you know i will never forget the day that kim put out there that she duct taped like used duct tape mm-hmm. on her boobs to like hold them in and then chicks like i heard chicks try that they were like i'm gonna use duct tape that is wild and i was like I don't think that's a good idea, sis, yeah. for you to do that. And she was like, Kim does it. And I was um, like, yeah, but Kim's got a lot of money to like buy a whole lost person off the street and and borrow <laughs> their skin. Person. A whole lost person. <laughs> I'm convinced that's where these people are missing. Like, that's where these black women are missing. They're, the Ken, the Kardashians are still. All right, them. let's not get into conspiracy theory. <laughs> it's got to be. What were you going to say, Brad? I said get out. I'm just <laughs> yeah, saying. No, Wait, it's got to be. Brad had a thought about this blackface. What was your thought? Didn't you say you have a thought? Yeah, Brad. What were yes, what's what the thought? <laughs> Earlier you were like, it's not blackface, I have I a know, thought. I, I was looking at the photo, and, I mean, it's not just her face that looks black. I mean, her wrist is the same color as her face, but, I mean. <laughs> is it it's black, black body? Wrist? No, I'm, I'm saying depending on, like, how the camera is angled, what if, like, the intentions of this weren't exactly for it to be or for it to, I guess, appropriate black culture? What if, like, the angle? From the angle that Cambridge just came out as her looking dark. Here's the deal about that. Here's the deal about that, right? There are things, there are pictures that I take, and I'm just like, that looks kind of funny. I'm not going to post it because somebody might think I'm doing X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. Right. And because she has a president and the fact that she like wear bra- wears braids and like mm-hmm. gets butt injections and like she made a conscious decision. Of, like, yeah, it's to post that picture to color her whole body. So after and, the, and, and they probably got a thing. million pictures of that photo after shoot. after the backlash. I think that's a legitimate question because after the backlash, what happened was. She was like, oh, you know, people are always waiting for you to point out something because the Internet is so toxic. Mm -hmm. But then she replaced it with undarkened photos. Yeah. And so it was like they already those non-darkened photos were there. Existed. And so, friend, as our resident photographer. Mm -hmm. Yes. They didn't just take two damn pictures, did they? Nope. They took probably (laughs) 900 pictures. At because least. you're going to take, yeah. when you show up at a shoot. And she's going to look at it if, on site. That's Kim Kardashian. And if you're a professional yes. photographer, you're editing that picture to no end until I yes. say, you know what, that's the final product I want. That's yes. what I want. Big you're editing one picture for, for a professional, for a celebrity like that, you're taking 20, 30, 40 frames of one pose mm-hmm. and you're editing it. 50 times. Yeah. That's yeah. So so the other argument is also that like historically if you had money, right, you were paler as a white person because oh, yeah. that means you weren't in the field, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. And now the the sign of money is you have a personal trainer, so you're fit, you're skinny, and you're tan. Mm-hmm. And so the argument is like, oh, well, that's just a sign of money. I feel like people neglect to see that Kim Kardashian takes it to a whole new level, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like there are people that tan a little bit, but they still like adamantly look white. <laughs> you know, like that's not her natural hair texture. You can afford, I was yeah. going to say, you're, right. you're tan because like, you can afford a summer home. Right. Correct. Right. Correct. Right. Or There's you can even difference. afford like a tanning bed or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like there's. I'm not here. Listen, I'm not here to give her the benefit of the doubt. Like she knew exactly what she was doing, and 
like I just don't understand what her end goal was. I mean, look at the hair. I, I think her end goal was this right here. Right, her exactly. You're right. This is her, her end goal. For sure. I, I mean, she I can always right, get people to yeah, talk we're about boosting it. her up right now. This is what she wanted. Oh yeah, because I mean, that's the same thing with her paper, like the break the internet, the paper magazine where she had yes. yeah when she imitated this like the, I forget the name of it, but this other portrait. The whole purpose for her it's shock and awe as much as possible to make herself as relevant as possible consistently. And but my issue often around the conversation that I see on the internet is they don't see that her behaviors are emblematic of acceptance of blackface in other spaces. Literally at the event that- Like uh, your governor? Exactly. Like our governor. I literally just had a conversation with someone who will remain unnamed, black man who said, oh, we'll give our governor a pass on that. Hmm. I promise you, like two weekends ago, I will tell you it was offline. Who said, because I said something snarky about it and my dad agreed with me and this gentleman, of course my dad did. This gentleman said, you know, well, our governor, we're just going to have to give him a pass on that because other people have done it. And I'm like, no. That's the problem. This is the normalization. Kim Kardashian and like her whole clan (laughs) are normalizing this pilfering of blackness in a way that is so, so insidious. And so I feel like the more that it happens, the more people say that Bantu knots are mini buns or she calls, calls do, you know, um, cornrows Bo Derek braids, uh. all sorts of these things. It's like this normalization of like, I can profit off of something that will cost someone else their job. Right. So, okay. Kind of changing gears here. Okay. Yeah, I got on my soapbox. What do we <laughs> think about Kim Kardashian positioning herself as a lawyer as an advocate as an advocate as a lawyer i think she has a platform i'm not gonna lie this woman has a platform let me tell you how i feel about it we know you we we wait (laughs) i'll tell you so black face red face green face one fish two fish blue fish she she damn sure has a platform she does and she's using her privilege and she's using her privilege and so use your privilege to go bust all the black people out of prison, all the black and brown people. I'm not ever mad at it. No. And and here's my issue. If you and now that does not negate what you're doing when you're out here black fishing mm-hmm. and black facing, you're gonna still be held accountable for it. Oh yeah. Because you don't get a pass for that. And I don't it doesn't negate it. So by all means, sis, go out and knock all the prison doors down. Mm-hmm. And I hate that, you know, the black women that are doing the work have been doing that the work have for been decades. Work and and they and she swoops in and 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 gets the doors unlocked and gets all the credit. I'm so sorry and I hate it, but you know what? They're getting out of prison, and so let them out. Yeah. And I hate it. I hate it, but you know what? Less one less person in there, and use the. That's at least at least if 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 we're gonna ha- if if she has to be here, and we have to look at her. Well, what would you mean if she exist- has to be here? Like you trying to get rid of the woman? I could care less if she existed. <laughs> if she has to be here, her and Kanye can go. Somewhere. I don't even speak his name. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I could care less. So if she has to be here, and we have to. I have to be subjected to her and 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 the one with the big nose and all of them on TV. Like if I gotta see that, let's get people out of the prison as a result. Use that privilege to thank you. Use it to the to the uplift of the community. If you gonna make money off of us, if you gonna pimp our features, mm-hmm. pimp our big noses, big lips, big asses, and our black husbands, and have our black babies, then go to them j- black jails and get them black people out. That's all <laughs> I got to say about it. So so okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> You asked. I, I was really asking Bradley. 
Well, you need to, in you need to be. You need to I'm crying. You just be the jumping pick. in whenever. <laughs> this ain't your show. Just speak up. <laughs> so I saw this article online because apparently there was a black woman who was working to release Alice Johnson. Yeah, I did see that. And apparently. The I've bl- been for a while. And she had been for a while unsuccessfully. Mm-hmm. And then Kim came in on her parachute, went and talked to Donald Trump, Jared Kushner, campaign donation and Mm -hmm. boom this happened so in regards to i guess criminal justice reform can we separate the message from the messenger because that guy donald trump y'all president your president speak clearly speak for yourself i would like to everybody you must not be named (laughs) use i statements please so (laughs) y'all president as abhorrent as his tenure has been as president thus far he's did some decent things criminal justice reform decent some things that we thought that Obama should have done. How do we look at this? I, I know we kind of went all the way around, but like, how do we look at this from a perspective of like he's still trash? <laughs> but thank you, because he didn't <laughs> do it. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. No, and he did it because he's such a terrible human being. I think he did it because like, of a, like. Well, Obama didn't do it. I did it. Correct. He does it because he's like, he's always competing with Obama. Like Obama is like, to him, it's like he's dating this girl and Obama was the ex that was like it. He he's took constantly competing with the ex. He took Russian hookers to the presidential suite and let them piss in the bed. Sex workers. But yeah, they did. Yeah. Bradley, what are your thoughts? I can't. Can uh, what's the question? Like, <laughs> no, can, can, like, what's the basically like? Are we gonna give Kim a pass no. because of the work that she's doing? No, no. So that, that wait, thing is actually, let okay, Brad answer. Yeah, Bradley, don't interrupt. I forgot. How are we gonna give Kim K a pass because of the work that she's been doing? I mean, I guess the obvious answer is no, but oh, we God, can't. I'm but scared. we can't. <laughs> no, but we can't sit here and if someone's in a position to be able to accomplish certain things that other people haven't been able to accomplish for whatever reasons, and we know what those other reasons are, we can't sit here and be like, don't do it. Well, yeah, no, nobody's disagreeing with Absolutely. you. I think we're all on the same page there. You can't. I mean, I mean I'm not understanding. I feel so, like, no, go ahead. So my thoughts are, I feel like you should be, so I'm glad she's doing it, right? Like, I'm glad that there are black and brown people getting out of jail. But that's Please. where, that's the extent that it goes. Bingo. Sorry. That's the extent that it goes, right? Because, one, you don't get to get away with all the other stuff that you do on the side. But, two, it's like, if you were really trying to uplift communities, you would be uplifting the people. You give the voice to the voiceless mm-hmm. and not be like, oh, hey, this voices. is me. You know, this is all me and look at all the things I'm doing. And I'm even on this commercial studying for the bar, whatever, right? So that's the first thing. The second is that she knows exactly that this is a publicity campaign for her. And and the fact that as marginalized people, we kind of have to take even the scraps that are given to us because the system is so screwed up. Then like, I mean, it'd be like that. And like, we take it, right? But like, am I saying she's some kind of hero? Absolutely not. But thank you for your work. Continue to do that work. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to sit here and praise you for it. Okay, all right. Ass down with his black face. So, okay, question. So, question about this. Because you talked about she should be amplifying other voices. Like, I've seen that done unsuccessfully someone with a huge social media following say hey like why don't y'all go follow this person they're doing good work and it doesn't so that's not how you do it though you do it by continuously being like hi you know what i'm doing because i was a community organizer right like mm-hmm. i could have easily like i was well versed i'm well educated i really? could have easily been the person to be up there and talking to all the public the officials but i would train people and i would be like this is the person that's talking and that is consistently the person <clears> that's talking this is the person that's been doing the work this is the 
this is the work that they have but they have done as opposed to being like wow hi i'm kim kardashian and i'm so pretty and then i also <laughs> am kind of smart guys yeah, and, but th- that sounds another, like Virginia Excel's youth it, ambassador program, right? But there's, mm-hmm, but there's another big piece of that too. It's, it's not just the shout out. Kim is in a space and a place where it's not just the thank you. You put your money oh, where yeah. your advertisement goes. If I want to lift you up, then I reach back and I say, "Oh my goodness, this person is doing really great work, Absolutely. and I want to amplify this voice. I'm invest. And so I'm gonna give fifty thousand dollars to this person, and I want to improve this program, and I want to do such and such, and so I'm gonna bring this person. I'm not going to reach back and I'm not going to say, I'm going to bring this person to the mic where I'm standing, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not going to go send people to go tell them where to go. I'm going to bring them to where they already are. So we saw this that's happen. That's how you use your That's how you use your It platform. is, but like the, the thing but, that's But you know, really, Kanye did this with someone, unfortunately. But I know, and then, okay, we're not even going to go down that route. But I feel like in that context, <sighs> like for me, it's, well, I know. The choice is not always the best choice, but right, I'm just saying. But I know that in like particular context like she is doing the research or whatever but people are educating her on this like it's not like she just pops up and immediately knows all of the ins and outs of like Alice Johnson's case or whomever's case right so somebody is coming in and is helping her but all of the media attention is consistently on her and I think that that's something that is very intentional and so it's like yes you are helping and yes thank you for whatever it is that you did but this is such a supremely selfish endeavor that it's like I it's almost like it's white savior complex it is it it's is white so heavily and, and, black it's like, and it's also and it's also well, <laughs> and it's well, also well, like actually. high profile cases right like Only she's not she's cases. not out here being like okay like let's look at X Y and Z and maybe like let's not put it in the media all the time right she's like what is the high profile case will make me look good right. what would make me look really powerful that nobody is able to do right. and that's fine and it needs to get done but don't act like you're sitting here and like really, really being like a selfless human. I, I, I think it's I, I also push, particular. I push back on that a little You're bit. You're not because, a selfless human. But because she was doing like some, as Johnny Cochran used to say, no J cases in California. Like, But the thing for me okay, about fine. it is find, it's find really, missing black people. what's you. really interesting to me is that this advocacy started during the Trump administration, right? And I think that there's something like, if this is something that you're really passionate about, yes, people have passions that crop up out of nowhere, but I think the way, the particular way that her husband and their relationship to the president of the United States and like how we were talking about how you know 45 is consistently in competition with Obama and Ye was very upset that Beyonce and Jay-Z were the Obama you know th- those were their people right and he was kind of shut out and Obama called him a jackass uh, like they it was overheard and I think that there's it was a, overheard uh, it, <laughs> I think there's so many dynamics that they are the celebrity it couple of the Trump administration and I think that is very very intentional not just on her part but on her husband's part yeah. and on Donald Trump's part I think that there is some type of trifecta that they're trying to implement that is directly trying to mirror what Jay-Z and Beyonce had with the Obamas or yeah, but, 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 but you know Jay-Z think, and Beyonce they or did it completely sociopaths. different mm. <laughs> like, but I'm just saying I, 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 I think know what that's you're what saying. it is I think that there there is some sort of I don't know so, something that's happening there true. that I really feel like is very modeled it's off of it's very disingenuous and so again just as Fran and Brad and everybody else at this table has said yes get these black people get these brown people out of these prisons because other people are, are failing where you're succeeding but at the same time like I can only give you so much thanks for that when it's really embedded in something that's really sinister well it's yeah because yeah, it's not it's not genuine it's not 
I mean, I think we should like boost her up off this and hopefully like she goes down this road some more and get some more people out of prison and like she is stuff. but I, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm like, not gonna boost her no, I'm, 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 I'm he said saying, we like, should tag her like add her at add her oh and just let her know that this is these are our thoughts oh we always add the people that we talk about in our shows we ain't scared I mean I don't know okay <laughs> so, so add them all so like <laughs> kind of in closing about Kim the thing that my father used to always tell me was you know the devil blesses people too Hmm. He do. And so, like, unfortunately, be careful if they uh, sometimes, you know, if they put a little shoe polish on their face, man, they, you know, they, they still can have those sinister thoughts. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what? Oh, my goodness. So. <laughs> the transition. <laughs> no, so. Wait, so really quick, though, to wrap it up. So we've, like, placed a lot of problems. If we're tagging her or, like, other people. Oh, yeah, we're all what about are solutions. The solutions, right? We're all so, about solutions. So what are the solutions? Why don't you start? Well, first of all, stop doing blackface or blackface. <laughs> Fishing, right also like if you see stuff okay you love braids sure love but braids then when you see stuff braids. on the news where like black girls are taken out of school or black women can't go to work with braids speak out about that if you love them so much if you love them so much on your hair other people love them on their hair too well, I, she, didn't she do that at the prison though because they had an issue in california where women couldn't go in with certain hairstyles and she brought awareness to that and i didn't go- hear about i it. don't recall okay that's a very political answer <laughs> <laughs> nope, I don't recall either. Solution, uh, another viable solution. I love the advocacy. That's great. Advocacy needs to come from a genuine place and space. And who am I to say that it's not genuine? If you want it to appear genuine, maybe we should hear less about it and, and you should just do... You don't need a photo shoot at every yeah. time you do something. Where like you yeah. uplift the people that are doing the work that don't get the shine. And maybe they don't want the shine, yeah. but like give them more of a platform and not there's be a, like that white savior. There's a, there's a space and a place for you to be just as equally as effective with your platform without your face being front and center to do it. All and right. I know that it's hard. There's a lot of silent hold, advocacy. Hold, to, to play I, devil's advocate here, though. All right. I know that it's hard to understand because you grew up in the sense and the understanding of, you know, social media. Everything gets like plastered. Everything. I know. I mean, you, I, you literally, like, got here off of a sex tape. I get it. But let's just take a chance and understand that there are people that have devoted their entire life Mm -hmm. to advocacy and that's what they do. And so you could reach in the bag and you could sprinkle some St. Nicholas joy with with the Christmas season all up in, you know, in, in where we're feeling right now and sprinkle some of that on some of the advocates that are already doing the work and, and propel them to the next level with what they're doing. So, and your name doesn't have to be Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. One second, though. One second. Let's just be real, y'all. I'm being absolutely hold, No, hold on. She's hold, got hold, enough money. No, hold she- on. This ain't about her money. We keep talking about her bringing people along to the table. Danielle. What's up? If Kim Kardashian DM'd us and say, yo, I'm going to the White House tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You rolling and all. Oh, I'm going. I got a list of things I, I have really, to ask for. I really feel like but what's I would, a meeting I for? Like, I didn't know it. We had this have, many Danielles in the I room. I would have. I would have some deep questions. I would need to like honestly have some prayer on this one. Okay, well I already, um, I'm prayed up. <laughs> I'm prayed up. I would have to have some prayer on it. And honestly, like I'm going to the White House tomorrow. This this is my thing, and I would be. I think I'd be really unsettled by the we're going to the White House tomorrow because like, are we on the same page? Are we going to be lined up? And what is my purpose on this trip? I would have so many questions that I would need answered. Ultimately, I think I would go. Danielle. Facts. Danielle. I think I might. 
I don't lie I, I to the don't don't, don't Honestly, lie to the if people. If you if you told even me that the difference is that somebody gets out of jail if I go to then like, I would show up. I would I absolutely show up. I, I don't up. need to. You know why? I don't need to even know know that because you know what? Who are we? Uh, I don't know Heather who I'm Dawn, be in the room. Heather Dawn, I I can tell you who I am going to be in the room, mm-hmm. and I can and I'll take that chance because I'll just get arrested. Uh, <laughs> RVA Dirt's going because it's going to be a camera plan. Uh-huh. It's going to be somebody's going to record something, and if I can get in there with my with, at least with my camera, if I can't get in there with my iPhone playing. Somebody's going to have an iPhone and I got a list of things I need said. I got a list of things I need asked for and if I can't be in the room and I can't get them said, I tell you one thing, as I'm getting arrested, getting dragged out the hallway, I can yell them as I'm going out. <laughs> and so I'm going. And this goes, this stems back to something that like Bradley and I once like had an argument about and like one of the things that I struggle with is sometimes I talk over Brad surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. And I don't actually like listen to <clears throat> what he says but you know the more distance I've had from this conversation, it was something that I really thought about and this is kind of informing my answer I think that I would go is you in a lot of ways can't make change if you're not if you if you are given opportunities to be in the room and you pass them up you know that's one of my favorite books the spook who sat by the door yeah and so like and I I know that there are tons of people who are doing advocacy work outside and through you know resistance and and all sorts of other opportunities but I think sometimes there is the opportunity if you're given the opportunity to at least try I'm not saying we're not beating a dead horse here so so basically you said you'll be a negotiator you wouldn't be a rock thrower I I would I would I would give it a shot all right and I would say that kind of ties back into like the whole Kim Kardashian thing in the sense of like the end goal of advocacy is to get the job done like I'm not really worried about who's getting the job done how it's getting done I'm more concerned about the how much money they getting paid to get the job done (laughs) okay I am worried about that but (laughs) but I I know and I get you but I'm I'm saying that was was shade I'm just just, just saying knowing that she can get the job done knowing that she can get the job done like why why would we sit here I mean of course like we're gonna feel some type of way because other people have been working hard before her and all the other things but like at the end of the day she's getting the job done right but what we're saying is it's not getting done in a sustainable way Correct. That's right what I was and she's can, not can we upkeep it yeah well, and so she's coming in and she's cherry picking things that are giving her fame I mean that's what people that's what they instead said of, Martin Luther King instead did instead of supporting initiatives and we're people who could who okay, could su- <laughs> it could be a, a yes and yes you come in and you do your cherry picking but also you're reaching back and supporting people who have made this their life work so we're not saying don't do it we're saying do both and it doesn't it's right. not clear it's that not she's an doing or both. it's an and and there's a there's an ends to a means right and so yes the ends are very important but the means are as well and so you know the ends could yes very well be to get everybody out of jail right mm-hmm. but if the means are that the activists that are getting there have literally sold their souls to get there. Now, what have we done? Right. But you know what I'm saying, and so I, my issue with that is, and that's what I said, if she if she's going to walk around and she's going to, you know, monetize our black features and, you know, parade our black babies around on TV and marry the black husbands and, and all these things, and okay, then fine, okay, then fine. Go get the black people out of jail. Have at it, sis. But I, it doesn't make what you're doing okay. Yeah. And you're going to still get called out for it. But uh, by all means, go line up and get them out of jail. That's fine. But it, I'm not going to um, pat you on the back or put you on a pedestal or anything else because you're not it's, there's a there, you're still getting a job done, but you're not doing it the right way. And so I'm grateful. And, and I, I'm, let me tell you, that person that's coming out from behind bars, they are more than grateful because they're out. They don't care and, who it is. And at the end of the day, that's really to that's me. That's what it is. That's it. Like they out. And that's great. But. 
she ain't getting no she ain't getting no 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 hand claps for me for that like <laughs> also the sign of a good leader is to bring somebody else with you right like somebody else has to be able to replace you if they're if she is the only person and the only focal point then it is an unsustainable system that mm-hmm. like ultimately you help 5 10 20 people and like thank you for your service mm-hmm. but you're Rescue not bu- you're not building an actual Coalition. anything you're not actually fighting and having reform in the system no you are individually helping people that one person correct that's not criminal justice reform correct so um, <laughs> that's that's so that transition so that comes through so strong oh guess what y'all we celebrated kwanzaa yesterday Really? Yes. So what did y'all do? Okay. It was really funny because my mom... Kwanzaa's never, funny to you? N- um, listen to the story. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So uh, forever, my family has always been like, oh, we're going to celebrate Kwanzaa. Never do it. We've mm-hmm. always had kitty like Kwanzaa books. I celebrated Kwanzaa like tokenly in school. Mm-hmm. I think the first time I really actually authentically sort of celebrated Kwanzaa and it wasn't all seven days, but it was in college. My dad keeps calling it a menorah and we keep telling him that it is not a menorah. It's oh, called no. a canara. Yeah. Keep uh. saying, y'all got the menorah. Oh, <laughs> no, dad. Oh, dad, this is not... He's being he's being funny. My dad's okay. super brilliant. But anyway, so my mom bid on this massive Canara. Like it is huge. It is. I saw the picture. It's <laughs> yeah. so fire. It's huge at this, I don't know, some type of auction. She's very proud of how she like sneakily won it. But so my mom was like, okay, so I have a Canara. We're gonna celebrate Kwanzaa. And then it was kind of a she was looking at me and I was looking at her and I was like, how do you <laughs> and she was like, I don't know. I was hoping you knew how to celebrate Kwanzaa. You gotta go get some candles. Yeah, so we, we have the candles. We have all that straight. I did my Googles. You know what I'm saying? Um, Al Gore's internet. <laughs> on all Al up on Al Gore's internet. internet. Algorithm. Um, and, oh, that's smart. Algorithms <laughs> on Al Gore's internet. Okay, sorry. Told us that she was a business analyst in tech. She oh, did. Okay. She did. I was sitting there trying to, like, Google it, figure it out. Like, what is it? And I remember... <laughs> My, my other brother is walking out of the door, and I was like, you're going to miss Kwanzaa? He's like, I'm not African. And I was like, oh. technically you are. I was like, it's also a celebration for African Americans. And he was like, oh, okay, I'm going to celebrate then. Okay. Like, I think that's like a genuine, for the longest time for myself, and I don't know this was for other people as well, I really thought it was like a celebration that was specifically brought over from the continent mm-hmm. to the United mm-hmm. States. Yeah. And it's not. No. It's something that was created by people who are descended from slaves mm-hmm. for people who are descended of slaves and anybody else who wanna who wants to participate. And so like his misconception was my misconception for the longest. So I was like, okay. Which whatever. is most people's misconception. It is most people. So he was like, Oh, I'll celebrate tomorrow because he was already out the door, uh, taking our grandma home. But we did it. So there are all sorts of things. Apparently you're supposed to give gifts. Mm-hmm. Unaware. That's uh, why I asked them in group text. I was like, "Are we coming bearing Kwanzaa?" Again? Oh no, no, no! And y'all was like, uh, no. "I ain't got no gifts." Crickets. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're supposed to bear gifts. You're supposed to have a feast every night for seven days. Yes. Have a feast tonight, y'all. I we were also unaware. We did eat before that because my grandma had come visit. Did y'all have the little cake with the 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 king inside? No, 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 no. We're still learning and creating our own Kwanzaa traditions. Bradley, how was how was Kwanzaa for? <laughs> he was there. He participated. It was a learning experience. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely. What was the song that you were playing in the background? Oh, uh, get by. <laughs> okay. Like we, <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. He, okay. he had that in as the background noise. 
to her own out the back of her home. She smelled the musk of the dusk and the crack of the dawn. We go through episodes too, like Attack of the Clones. What till we break a bag and you hear the crack of the bone? To get by, just to get by, just to get by, just to get by. We commute the computer, spirits stay mute while your ego spread rumors. We survivalists turn to consumers. Just to get by, just to get by, just to get by. Talita was there for our first night of our Kwanzaa celebration. You took our picture. It was, it was cute. Yeah. I was very lost. You read the African Pledge, which I had never read before. Yes. Um, and then you light the, we light the the black candle for Umoja. And I said Habari Ghani, and everybody responded. It was really cute. And then I also read the seven principles of Kwanzaa. So do y'all know what today is? Self-determination. Yeah, but can you say it? Kujijakoya. Thank you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, Bolivia over here home. holding it down. <laughs> okay. I had to get the self-determination out first. <laughs> okay. So that is the day. I had to practice saying that multiple times. I still have to, like, look at the text. Yeah to say it properly but what we were supposed to do is we were supposed to have a conversation about it but we had already all left the room and so we're gonna try to... i try to have a conversation no you didn't i said i'll start yeah and then my <laughs> mom was like okay talita's gonna start our kwanzaa discussion that sounds like to me it sounds like to me you might have been the only one that was observing the kwanzaa celebration fact we try to be respectful you know yeah, so um, we're going like to try to have a conversation about, like, self-determination tonight. Okay. It was really cute. My dad was sitting there. He was he was just like, well, what are we supposed to be doing? And I was like, I don't know. He's like, this is not how it's supposed to be celebrated. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we are, ce- we are creating our own Kwanzaa traditions. Okay. We don't celebrate Christmas like our neighbors next door. Exactly. Like, we have to figure it out. It was very short. It was very sweet. But I'm excited. I, I very, like, one day... When I have children, we're going to celebrate Kwanzaa. I'm excited. We all kind of have, I think it's really intended for you to kind of create your own kind of thing anyway. My grandparents kind of created their own Mm -hmm. for us and we kind of morphed into our own like, you know, vibe of it. We all, we did the gifts. I always try to hand make gifts because I think that is... I'd like to come to your Kwanzaa celebration. <laughs> uh, she's like, I would like to be included. Thank you very much. Gifts and their handmaids. She's like, I volunteer. It should yeah. be. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And so for a long time, that was the that was the thing. And my great grandmother was like the root mm-hmm. of it. She's now passed on. She's been about four years. She was a hundred when she died. Oh wow! But That's a blessing. She, yes, she was into. We had five generations alive at once. Mm. She was into uh, like knitting and crocheting. But mm-hmm. she would. She actually crocheted. It's help me, um, <coughs> Melissa. What is it called? It's like the kente cloth. A doily. A doily. A mat, like, yes, the doily, mat, right? the table doily, mm-hmm. but in the Kwanzaa colors. Oh, cool. Um, for the table. We had a small like kente cloth that was kind of mm-hmm. wrinkled, but you know, we'll okay, smooth it though. out for next time. It was cute. Progress. It was cute. I really I really enjoyed it and now that like I've actually cuz I had celebrated it, but I'd never like had an in-home celebration. So yeah. that was kind of special. Yeah, so on our next episode, which will be coming out in like 2 weeks. Oh, yeah, cuz we're going to be consistent. Mm-hmm. We look forward to hearing uh you tell us all about it. 
Oh yeah, we're gonna finish it off. It's seven days, seven days strong of new traditions, a little bit of confusion. Okay. We don't have no drums. We supposed to have drums. It's supposed to be a drum circle. We beat on the wall. We beat on the table a little That's bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> you got a whole year to plan to find the drum. Find a drum for next year at the festival. And Mama Green probably will find it at the at the auction. Again. Oh yeah, she'll That's probably find it at, at the, the auction. festival or the auction. But yeah, I thought it. I thought it was nice. It was special. Like most of my family, my other brother was taking my grandma home, but I was really excited i thought it was it went really well all right so so kwanzaa ends new year's day yeah new year's new New year's Year's day so uh i guess kind of in closing y'all it's gonna be a new year new decade oh yeah 2020 what's 2020 gonna bring for y'all Oh, what did 2019 bring? Hmm. And then what do you hope 2020 will bring? Let's start with our guests. How about that? Yeah, what absolutely. What did 2019 bring? And what do you hope for 2020? To give me some time to figure mine out. Uh, it brought growth. Kelly voice. <laughs> From Insecure. <laughs> From you know insecure. what that is? Growth. <laughs> no, I think 2019, I, I like see on the on the internets and you know you don't know if people are being genuine or not but like I think a lot of people had a lot of different experiences in 2019 and I think for me it was so 2019 much like 2020 was shoot your shot 2019 because I feel like sometimes I'll like limit myself and be like can I really do that should I really do that Mm -hmm. would I really do that and it was a really great experience to just be like just do it it's fine so it was um, fine it was more than fine and I'm here I'm alive, I'm well, I'm thriving. So it was a really good year. And 2020, we will be 30. Woo woo! I mean, I'm turning 30 at the end of 2020. Okay, whatever. You're turning <clears throat> 30 in 2020. Um, so I think it'll be a good new decade. You know, we're growing on up. So, yeah, that's what I look forward to. And our 30th birthday trip that... Uh, we're still planning. I, yeah, yet to plan. That we just started today planning. <laughs> Still planning, but we just started. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 2019, I'm going to be honest, 2019 was rough. I feel like 2019 was rough for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, not just me. It's just, um, 2020, though, I've already started grinding. Like, I'm not really one to... Let's do it. Yeah, I'm not really one to make, like, New Year's resolutions or anything like that. As soon as I figured out what I was trying to do in 2020, I started grinding, like, two, three weeks ago. Facts. So, yeah, that's what's up. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a better year. I'm bringing in 2020 in a way better way than I brought in 2019. Oh, I can't, I can't. I can't tell you how I brought in 2019. <laughs> just say, I, I'm, never, I'm never bringing in a year like that again. Oh, no. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. Well, I'm glad then. Well, I would say 2019 has been a lot. Like, it's been a lot. They stole Black History Month from you. Yeah, they stole Black History Month from me. It's been, but that's okay because all 2020 is Black History Year. That's it. It is. The whole damn thing. Snaps all around. Yep. And it was just like, it was so much. I don't know, like, RVA Dirt grew and then we lost a member and... You know, I I just felt like personally I was challenged in on, on every front. It was just a lot, just like everything, professionally, at home, my marriage. I I gave myself like a savings challenge. I was like, I'm gonna save, and <laughs> and she did it. I did it. <laughs> I did it. I beautiful said, boy. She, boy, she sent me. She sent me that account. I saw all those zeros. I said, Good God! Oh <laughs> I did when I hit when I hit that number. I sent I sent Coop the the screenshot of the the bank statement, and oh, I wow. was like, Yo, 
I don't know how I did this, but I did it. And he was like, let me borrow $10,000. <laughs> that sounds exactly <laughs> like who. Oh, exactly. Now, actually, actually, I didn't say borrow. Didn't say borrow. He said, let me have. Let me, yeah, I, I said, give me. Yeah, give me. <laughs> and, and I'm just telling you. Words like, matter. Yes, they do. <laughs> and it's just been a year. Like, I have, I've set lots of goals, mm-hmm. and I smashed, like, smashed so many, so many of them. And... You know, others, I'm kind of still, like, chipping away at them to try to figure out, you know, maybe I need to, like, rework some of these things. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't really set, you know, like, New Year's resolutions either. Like, I don't either. I I work on quarters. Mm -hmm. And so when we hit October, I was like, yo, this is the last quarter of the year. I like that. I got ish to do. (laughs) And... January's gonna be here like right, in a right, second. Right. And so I've already like started smashing like first quarter goals That's beautiful. of twenty twenty because you know, when you depend on your own work ethic to feed you, mm. you know, you don't work, you don't eat. Mm-hmm. And that's why I work twelve jobs because <laughs> I like to eat a lot. <laughs> we like to eat too. Okay. <laughs> and so I have been, like, grinding already. And it's been a lot. Like, uh, I beat skin cancer this year. Oh. This has been a lot. Mm-hmm. We I've had two friends and end up in MCV. Like, mm-hmm. you know. And then you told me. Yeah, like, it's been a lot. And I was like, man, like, that. my grandmother beat colon cancer this year. Wow. It's just been challenge after like challenge. We to go to church. Yeah, I, I really you, feel like, like it. This is about a, to be a watch night. It was. I'm <laughs> telling you, like, the testimony was big this year. Like, I mean, I, I can call it. Like, it's, it really has. Like, I watched. I really did. I watched a lot of people go mm-hmm. this year. I lost a lot of close friends, buried a lot of people mm-hmm. this year that I didn't expect to bury. Young people, you know, super young, just right. lost another guy last week, 42 years old. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, he's got kids in high school. Tomorrow is not promised. Yeah. And so every day, like, that's why I grind. Like, there's no tomorrow because it might not be. So stroking. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Never the loss for words. No, nah, I got plenty of them. Danielle? So uh, 2019 was a hit to my confidence like heavy I think in a lot of ways and so I am really looking forward to 2020 I have been blessed to not take too many hits to my confidence so I'd like you know throughout life in such a way that when I did get you know challenge after challenge after challenge you know failure after failure after failure it really shook me up because it's not that's not a space that I usually exist in, right? So I feel like, you know, what Talita said in terms of growth was really, really important to me because I, going through my linguistics minor and, you know, them hanging a noose on Stanford's campus and the and the campus response and classes, like, really, really struggling academically in ways that I just have never been challenged before, I had... I was not taking care of myself, like, you know, like mentally, physically, in a lot of different ways. And so I think that this last quarter in particular, you know, going off of Fran's quarters, was really just like, in some ways, I hit a really, really low spot. And then I kind of started coming out of that valley. And so that was something that was really, really, like, I'm feeling re-energized about it. You know, I wasn't sure I was going to make PhD candidacy before the new year. Oh, yeah, shout you out. Yeah, you know, I really, I really. Didn't I thought I was gonna go into 2020 still, you know, trying to get candidacy, and I was already a quarter behind. And I'm not used.
used to being behind. Like that's that's not a place that I usually have a view from. Like that's not my seat. So I think that it was all like a, you know, a setback for a setup. And so I'm feeling really, really good about where I am going into 2020. All of the opportunities that have all of a sudden just like really come my way. And so like for me, again, 2019. That you earned. Yeah, you know what I mean? 2019 that I've earned, you know, was a hit to my confidence. But I feel like it was something that has really made me stronger. And I'm really excited for 2020. So I have a lot of like financial goals. I have a lot of personal goals. I have a lot of goals for my relationship. I have a lot of goals for like my spirit. I'm just really excited. I don't know. Everybody doesn't set goals, but maybe I'll set mine quarterly now. But I have a lot of things that I feel like I'm coming back so much stronger. So when are we celebrating? Like when you graduate? One, you never ask a PhD student when they're going to graduate. Because there is no set graduation date. People be doing this for seven years. No, just send her money. Um, right. Um, and I do know people who are in their seventh year. That's not my plan, though. I'm hoping to come out, praying, working to come out 2022. All right. So we'll until then, just send her money. And you snack. know, send money, snacks, love, appreciation. Let me I know if you want to edit a paper. One time, you know one time Danielle was like, yo, like I'm really going through it. I sent her a little care package. You've sent me multiple care packages throughout the times that we've known each other. So I'm grateful yes, for you. Yes, I'm going to get no that care package. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need to get that address. Okay. You got a birthday gift. Yeah, you did. You're right. It is great. <laughs> Flourishing. All right, Coop, take us out. 2019. So, kind of like Fran, 2019, like February 1st, 2019, it just felt like a sack of bricks hit me oh, yeah. um, with the crises in Virginia politics. Mm-hmm. It felt like for a long period of time, someone had died because you're kind of trying to navigate this space of like, I'm still the standard bearer for the Democratic Party, but. I'm really not a fan of a number of the things that are happening. A lot of infighting because people are, um, I guess you can say, moral equivalency. Hmm. They're like, well, blackface isn't as bad as rape, or mm. rape isn't as bad as blackface. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, double yikes. So, yeah. Uh, but, you know, 2019, I, I felt like I really hit my stride in many ways. Professionally, it killed it, you know. I'm new to fundraising mm-hmm. and like, and you just bring in some money today. Killing you just it. some money today. Been killing it. And uh, you know, some people have made some tremendous investments in the work that I'm doing and uh mm-hmm. like I'm forever grateful for that. So for some reason this recruiter keeps sending me jobs and uh but I don't think it's the right time. But like professionally I'm really happy. And uh so twenty twenty the big thing is just continue continue to fight. I have this book that I've been dragging my feet on for a number of years. This publisher has given me Read like it. write it. This publisher has given me a hard deadline for a part uh January first. So Woo. I've been grinding on that. Okay. Um but yeah, things are well. Like I'm I'm happy. I'm growing. I'm learning more about myself. I had this great experience as a professor at Virginia State this semester. Go Trojans. Hail State. Um, Hail State, the big state, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you know, we'll see what happens, right? All right, Coop, do you think that we ate today? Actually, let's ask them. Do oh, we yeah, eat today? special guests. Did we eat today? Yeah, we ate. Yeah, everybody's full. Mm-hmm. Actually, we we about to go eat after this. So <laughs> if we didn't eat before, <laughs> hey we yo, we go. have to do this again. We like. do. This was fun. This was this fun. I behave. I behave better than this. <laughs> Thank y'all for joining us. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, y'all. Bye.
Denver with uh, brisket on the floor. Can I get an order of fries, too? 